Hello, welcome to Balance Finder. This is the podcast that is linked up to my Instagram. Um, very nice to finally start this. Uh, I just made the Instagram not too long ago as well. So I figured I'd talk about myself in this episode, the very first one, just to kind of get to know each other. And so you know how a little bit more in uh, backstory f- from me. Um, so I'd rather start off with just how things have gone. Um, you know, how I grew up. So I'm not just, uh, so right now I'm a senior in college, like I said, and, uh, I'm supposed to be graduating in December. I'm an international business major. Um, I am currently going to school in Pennsylvania, Western Pennsylvania. Um, right now I just got back from, so this semester I'm here And last semester, I had just gotten back from a study abroad trip, which I did for my major because I'm an international business major. But before I even get to that, I'm going to kind of give you a short summary of my life because there's a lot of that goes into it. So I was born in the U.S. in New Jersey, in Passaic, New Jersey. And about a week into me being born, my parents decided to go to the Dominican Republic. My mom is Dominican, so that makes, you know, a lot of sense. Spent about the first five years of my life in uh, the Dominican Republic, where my mom and my dad were together. And uh, after that, my aunt actually had moved to the U.S. because she had gotten married to an American and had a kid, which is now my cousin, obviously. And, uh, so basically, my mom followed, and that's where my parents got divorced. Um, my mom followed, and then, you know, I kind of went with my mom. My sister went with my dad for a bit, and then we were both reunited. So we both moved to the U.S. Um, that being said, we moved back to New Jersey. Very hard life, uh, as in, like, we were kind of poor. They didn't have much space in the house we were living in. Um, After about fifth grade comes around and uh, we end up moving, as in me and my sister, end up moving to Italy where my father is from. We spent about three years there. So I actually ended up learning Italian and Spanish back from when I was living in the Dominican Republic. And of course English because I had spent all of my elementary school years in New Jersey. So now I ended up living in Italy for those three years, learned the language, met some good people, definitely shared some experiences that I definitely wouldn't have, would not have been able to have living in the U.S. or even in the Dominican Republic. I take out a lot. I took out a lot from uh, just from how people are and how people live and how people you know, the priorities they have compared to some of the priorities that American people have. That's really interesting to talk about. And after that, I uh, ended up actually coming back to the U.S., mostly because my parents were really um, concerned about getting a degree elsewhere and how that wouldn't have been the best choice compared to an American degree because... uh, an American degree from an American college or university is definitely worth more than a degree from elsewhere. 
Um, so that was mainly the reason why, so that I could do high school and then have normal grades to then transfer into an American college instead of trying to do an Ameri- um, an Italian high school, which at that point would have been very different because they do five years during high school. But um, that being said, I spent my four years of high school in New Jersey in a high school called Passaic Valley High School, which was definitely very different to, you know, than what I was used to in Italy, as in, in Italy, the classes, even for middle school, were just about 60 kids in one class, as in 60 kids in the whole grade. And my class, you know, there being only two actual classes, would be, it would have, it had basically 30 kids in it. And it was just, you know, class A, class, first class was in class A, and the second class was class B. And over there, the way they do it is sixth grade is one, second is seven, and third is eight. So they'd be like, all right, you're in sixth grade, but you're in class 1B. You're in seventh grade, you're now your class becomes 2B, now 3B. So in there, obviously, you can imagine having such a such small amount of... Uh, kids in it especially also being a catholic school very religious of course because being in italy as well um it was a very different way of you know growing up in a sense that everybody was nice even the kids even i mean i have friends that i went to school with from there that i've still have till this day Uh, they might actually be one of my dearest friends because of the way they grew up as well as in like they're they're just very interested in how you know how people are doing and not about just the materialistic things or achieving a goal that would make them you know maybe financially better they're more about life itself they're more about socialism as in socializing i'm sorry socializing with one another having their community be positive having you know everything around them be good rather than then rather than just focusing on the one aspect of just working and gaining you know that money or whatever it is that they're trying to gain or that position and so so they could say that they're higher up and maybe not having as much time to enjoy the success of that so and i feel like that's a lot of like uh european countries not just italy uh, going back to, like I said before, me live, me basically living in another country, uh, studying abroad last semester, and that country was Spain. So I was doing a semester abroad in Madrid, Spain, where it was really funny because I actually was not interested in doing this program. I was regretting, I did not, I was like, I did not want to do it at all. All four years of college, I was just like, I, I do not want to do that. I even thought about changing my major because I didn't want to go away and basically put my life on pause because it's not like I could work or do anything outside of just being there while I was, you know, in Madrid. So um, the thing was, when I got there, well, I actually did a, li- a little bit different. So I was the program was supposed to start mid September and end around like twentieth the twenties of December, so I uh, I took the opportunity to go there a month before, and to actually go to Italy because I was going to Europe anyways, and the flight from Italy to Madrid is about maybe a hundred dollars, not even depending on the time of the year you go, 
So I figured I'd go to Italy, see my friends and see my dad. And that was a great time. Spent a really good month there. Um, so then once the beginning of September came around, I actually went there with my dad a couple of days early and kind of scoped it out. It was a good time. And uh, slowly, I, you know, the day came, I moved in and I was living with... It was, it was six people in the house, and I was living with pretty much. Um, I was living with pretty much five guys that were all from California, so that was actually pretty cool. Um, I don't know what to expect. I figured uh, it would be a very different vibe than the people that I've lived with in college the years prior. And to be quite honest with you, yeah, it was a completely different vibe. They were much more relaxed. They were very educated and less about kind of uh, the party scene and less about being rowdy and sports. But they were more about, you know, different kind of music, even different sports. I mean, surfing, uh, different, uh, different everything, even the way of being, the way of getting along. They were so willing to find ways to just get along and not have to kind of not like each other even if one thing pissed somebody else off rather than the people that i you know lived with prior being around this area pennsylvania new jersey uh you always just get people that are very intense you know they're very hard ass you want to say they're very uh violent as well as in like they're very quick to just turn on you they're very quick to get pissed and yell in your face which is obviously not what most people are looking for especially me i hate people like that i i do not enjoy being around people like that just because i'm a very relaxed person i just kind of want to get everything done as it needs to be done or figure out a way to get through things i need to get you know be gotten through and i don't enjoy yelling i don't think it fixes anything i don't think it does anything for anybody so if I'm in that mood, it must be like I'm feeling really bad if I'm yelling like that. So I obviously don't enjoy anybody yelling like that. So that was a really great experience. And I'm not going to lie, it was probably one of the best semesters because I was around these people. And I'm not saying that, you know, we became best friends or I got along with every single one of them. But there are definitely times where I look back at it and I go, wow. Maybe in the moment it wasn't all amazing, but I think, wow, that was definitely the best semester I've ever had. And I don't know if it was because of Madrid or just the people that I was living with or even both, you know. So that was a really crazy experience. And it was really crazy to um, experience it with these people who I had never met, but at the same time almost were the only people that I can, that could have something where I could relate to, as in we were both Americans so we both know pretty much the same things when it comes to America wise. And now we're living in Madrid. So it's like a nice, you know, we can relate to things. We could be like, oh, God, I heard this song that would never come on in Spain. But we heard it. And like, it's such an American thing. Nobody else would really know about it. So that was really interesting. Another thing that uh, was very different was not driving a car for so long. Uh, we used to have to take the metro or the bus or trains so that was really interesting and on top of that when i was there i i traveled a lot i actually spent a good amount of money traveling um living in madrid obviously we, i took a trip to portugal porto portugal because obviously it's so close could have even went by bus and it would have been seven hours 
but uh, I decided to fly there. Well, it took like literally less than an hour, so that was nice. Um, really great, really different than Spain, but at the same time, it might have even been better. Did not spend enough time to say which one was better because I lived in Madrid for so long compared to just going there for uh, you know a weekend, a longer weekend. But the food was amazing. They have some very cool um, particular foods they make, um, along with the fact that it was really cheap compared to even Spain. Like, I know most places are cheaper than the U.S., but this place was completely cheaper than Spain. And that's rare because going to Spain, I'm not going to say things were dirt cheap, but they were definitely cheaper than the U.S. And uh, obviously the way of eating was just better. I mean... I think the way of eating in Europe is way is better than the U.S., but the way of eating in Portugal was just a lot of meat, a lot of fish, you know, also being by the ocean, so that definitely was something, uh, you know, very cool, especially it being very cheap. Also, wine uh, was very cheap and very, uh, they, you know, they have a lot of selections. It's not like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's not like in the U.S. where... Very little people, I feel like, really care about wine, except maybe girls who just want to drink it to get drunk. It's just a very uh, diffused thing. That mostly in a lot of the... Uh, I'm not going to say all of Europe, but I'm going to say the Mediterranean countries. So, like, obviously Italy. I obviously want to say France. So, Latin-speaking, maybe. Uh, Spain had a lot of wine. Portugal. Um, Porto was really cool. And uh, one thing I do want to take away from there is that the people there were really nice. The people there were really, really nice. And I don't know about all of Portugal, but Porto in specific was very easy to navigate through. As in, like, we walked everywhere and we were able to get there. It wasn't like... uh, other you know cities where you would go there and you definitely need to take an uber or a taxi and i'm pretty sure the only the only uh taxi we took or uber was from the airport to our hotel mostly just because we didn't want to figure out the metro in that moment but i mean everything else we walked everywhere it was an amazing experience it was great we even got to see the library where um Harry Potter's author, J.K. Rowling, had uh, spent a lot of time in when she used to live in Porto. So that was really cool. Definitely something to work, worth checking out. The food was amazing. A lot of local places. There's also very nice parks nearby where you can see kind of like the view of everything as well as uh, a nice big sign where it says Porto. So that's really... Uh, that's really something very interesting. I would definitely go back there. Uh, else, other places I went to, I want to say, I mean, I went to Amsterdam. I had already been there a couple of times. That was really cool. Um, really enjoy Amsterdam every time. It was just a city that's very different. I mean, there's no real way of putting it. It's just a very cool city. It has a lot to offer, and it's just, it's very different as in, like, okay, everything is pretty much legal, and I'm I'm not one to do psychedelics or anything. I, I have smoked weed. I do at times, but I don't do anything else. But 
to think that anything else you could still do there is pretty insane. I mean, I've seen shops where they kind of just, they're, uh, they're like smart shops where they just kind of sell all these different drugs. And I've had people tell me that they've gone there and they've actually tripped on all these other things. So that's really, you know, it's I guess it's really cool that the... Uh, the country the city lets all these things happen and they're not as uh you know they're not trying to stop everything that much they're very lenient when it comes to those things i guess they find other things more important to, to deal with um one thing i really like is how i don't know if this is i can't say this is every city i think amsterdam is just one of those cities where you can kind of get through walking everywhere as well it's just really cool kind of when you actually go back to a city too and it's one of those cities where you can walk everywhere and you realize like wow i've been here already like i can actually move my know where i'm going and i actually like nothing changed like nothing really changed you know like i've been here this is cool i know exactly where to go i don't need a gps so that experience is really nice there's a lot of places to go to um the anne frank house uh, there's a lot of uh, coffee shops, so it's all, and they all have different vibes. They all uh, different music, different ways of doing things, different products. It's really cool. Um, nightlife. I actually didn't experiment too much this time, but when I went about two years ago, I had kind of gone out a couple times, and it's really fun. The clubs are fun. The only thing I have to say is that, unlike in other cities, they're very. Uh, not accepting for males males as in like for example madrid if you wanted to go out at night i mean there there's basically a club at night every night of the of the you know every night of the week as in uh amsterdam even though it's a very touristy place i've been and it's not like there's times where it's not as packed maybe there's also times where they're not accepting of you to go in there as in like in madrid you go there you pay and you get in there's some places that are might are even free to get into as in amsterdam it doesn't matter if you have money i mean if you're not with like 30 girls or it happens to be an off night where you get in because you know they kind of just need people in you're basically not at getting in i mean there was one time that I was at a bar, not even a club, a bar in Amsterdam, sitting down, and I was having, like, beer, and uh, I went outside, this is, like, years ago, so I still smoked cigarettes, and uh, I went outside to smoke a cigarette, and uh, the only reason, the guy wasn't even going to let me back in, the only reason he had let me back in is because I had left my jacket in there, so... I had a, you know, I, it was freezing outside. I had actually gone outside because I guess I had, I had drank a couple of beers, so I didn't feel the cold as much. So I, when I went inside, I was like, I, I mean, I don't have my jacket, so it's definitely in there. So I was definitely in there already, and that's when he let me in. But other than that, there was no way I was getting in already. And the only reason I had gotten in initially is because I had gotten there at a, such an early time that they were just letting people in. But other than that, there was no way we were getting in. And it's really insane to think about that. It's almost like a college atmosphere where they don't let you in unless you have something to offer them. And that can't even be money. I mean, it's not like you're just going in there and not spending money. It's just money won't even do it. And uh, I've been to other clubs like the Sugar Factory I got in. And the music is very weird, as in very alternative not the normal club you would be expecting not even like and i'm like i'm into the ones in madrid not like or even in italy and those are just more you know i even if it's not 
you know, the music you would expect hearing in clubs in, like, New York, you would definitely be like, okay, like, that makes sense. But in Amsterdam, those were just very, very different. But there's uh, there's other clubs that aren't too bad. Um, so Amsterdam was really cool. Definitely would like to spend... The one thing about Amsterdam, I feel like there's never enough time. Mostly because you get lost doing things. So, like, time just flies by really fast when you're in Amsterdam. Um, it's not... Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It really does time fly when you're there. So, if you go there, you should definitely try and squeeze as much as you can. Because I feel like I've been there a couple times already. And I still haven't been able to do everything that I've wanted to do. Or see... Mostly to see everything that I wanted to see. Even though, yeah, you can go and walk through it. But, I mean, it all depends what time of the year you go. If it's really cold, it's, like, impossible to navigate through. But, um... Other places I went to, I mean, I went to Barcelona, which was, I actually took a bus to go there, and that was about an eight-hour bus ride. I don't think I will ever take a bus to go somewhere when it's that long of a bus ride, because that was a horrible experience, especially the coming back part. I actually had to come back, it was an eight-and-a-half-hour eight ride throughout the night, and uh, there's no charging station at on the seats the seats are basically like sitting on a regular bus so they're really uncomfortable you're on there for eight and a half hours they stop like every three hours which you know could be a good thing but when you're not even in the mood i mean it's freezing outside you're just like come on let's get out of here like take me home and uh it was just a very unpleasant thing especially with my phone dying and i mean there's just nothing to do except sleep but it's like you're not gonna sleep it's so uncomfortable but barcelona it's within itself was very cool it was very different than madrid i actually prefer madrid a lot more uh i know madrid is the capital but barcelona might as well be the capital because it is packed with people tourists love going to barcelona i i actually had i had gone there before once but i was very young so i didn't understand what it was like barcelona but so thinking of living in madrid prior to that i was like oh wow like the capital there's pretty much a lot of people here and then i went to barcelona and i was like wow madrid is like empty compared to barcelona barcelona is packed like i go to the i've been to the places in madrid that are always usually packed and those places are like i mean you know sometimes they're really really packed especially once they got closer to like the season like the christmas season but those places in barcelona were extremely packed and barcelona i feel like has a real sense of all night long i mean when i got there it was about 6 a.m. and it was just like people had just gotten out of the club. They were eating. They were st- the streets were packed. There were prostitutes out. As in Madrid, I mean, I've been out that late. There's still people out, but it's not like that type of people. There's not like there's that many people just out and that have just gotten out of like a club or that have just gotten out of whatever and they're just still out like that. The environment is completely different. The one thing that I am jealous of with Madrid is that they have beaches there. I mean, I can only imagine if my study abroad, uh, you know, experience had the beach because Madrid was really cool, had a lot to offer. But the one thing that it didn't have was the beach. And with Spain being so warm, even around those months, I'm not going to say warm enough to, you know, go in the water, but with it being warm enough where it's like wow 
anywhere else is colder than Spain. I mean, at least where I've been to, except maybe South America. But it was just like, wow, especially when I got there, I actually was able to get to the beach area before um, before the sun came up, sunrise. So I saw the sunrise and everything and it was beautiful. So I, I was like really jealous. I was like, wow, maybe I should have picked Barcelona for the study abroad for him, which initially I was going to. But then I actually decided not to because Madrid was a different experience. Madrid was also less time. The program started, you know, later on, which, like I said, was a huge thing for me because I wanted I didn't want to take that long away from everything, especially being a senior, you know, entering senior year. But. I don't think I would be able to do Barcelona. Just too many people really crowded, and I'm not about that kind of stuff. I kind of like, I like Madrid. Very city environment, very city-like environment. Not that many people where it's uncomfortable, but still very, very, you know, you could walk outside and do whatever you want at any point, but you could also stay in and just chill at any point. Um, so Barcelona was definitely an experience. Um, I went to Budapest. Budapest was a really different experience compared to probably most of those places because I don't know why, but when I was there, it almost felt like there was something that just wasn't right. Like the people and the way they acted and the way it felt like you almost had less rights, if that makes any sense. It almost felt like, um, it almost felt like you were blessed to be American. You were like, okay, like, wow. Think about how many things you can get away with in America, even just freedom of speech compared to like the way things are. And the one thing I never saw in Budapest, in Hungary, was there were no black people. And I'm uh, I'm not even saying this from an American point of view. I mean, in Italy, a lot of people, even if there might be like poor or anything like that, there's a lot of, you know, African people because obviously Italy is so close africa and spain too i mean spain you see a lot of poor people that are um out asking you know for asking you know for like money or for food or anything like that and i'm not saying it in any way i mean i'm just kind of used to it i'm not saying that they're all like that obviously it's just what you see a lot of in those countries but in budapest i mean and obviously in the u.s it's a whole different type of thing like they're not like that they're more you know in italy it's like they're act i mean in the u.s they're actually like in italy and in spain it's they're more of just kind of down valued down but not because of their race more because of you know they're coming right from africa so they don't have that much knowledge compared to somebody who's italian or somebody who's spanish and has lived in the country they don't have as many rights because that isn't their country uh, in Budapest, by the way, they don't let them in, apparently. So, like, if uh, an Af- so the way it works is like an African boat will, I guess, land in the U.S. I mean, in uh, in Italy, and they'll have to, you know, the, the by law they have to take them in. They have to help them out. Okay, now let's say these some of these people want to, you know, go from further north and kind of, you know, expand. Well, apparently, Hungary is one of those countries that doesn't let them in. And that's why you see very, very little of that in Hungary, in Budapest. And that was not really a weird vibe, but kind of a weird vibe. I mean, especially, you know, being I've never lived in a country where there were just like such little of it. And it, like I said, it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel like there were that many rights. And it didn't it almost felt like, oh, God, I don't want to say anything wrong or do anything wrong here and get in trouble. Like it just didn't feel like 
they would be really nice in that country. But as far as tourism goes, beautiful, very beautiful, especially it being divided into two parts between Buddha and Pest. And then the Middle Island actually went into the Middle Island, into the park, did the whole uh, circle of the park. Very cool city. Uh, very, very cool. Very cheap. Very cheap. I mean, we found buffets in like a very central area of like the downtown district where you would go there and even on weekends it would be like six euros all you can eat and the buffet was huge so like the way of living is definitely cheaper but it was definitely different i mean the supermarkets are completely different it was kind of like the i mean the supermarkets are kind of like that in all of europe i want to say especially in city cities where like basically they're just kind of there the supermarkets are squeezed into like if you're walking down a street and there's stores like you would see like maybe a zara a uh i don't know an h&m and then there would just be a random supermarket that kind of looks like it would just be a regular store it's not a huge supermarket but um that's how they do it there i mean they don't have like you drive up and there's a huge parking lot and you just park and then you go in or like supermarkets that are off the highway it's not like that at all so that was kind of cool but at the same time really uh uncomfortable if you're not used to being around so many people just because the fact that you know they're on these streets means that there's not that much space so either they didn't have all the items you would want or they you know they had them but you have to really look and they were really small and you have to get through little corners and like especially with produce they didn't have a lot of the produce that you would be used to in certain parts of america just because there's not enough space and then if the demand isn't high in that country you just weren't able to get it because you know some supermarkets don't cater to that for example i was dying for some sour cream at one point because i really wanted to make tacos and i swear i went to like 10 different supermarkets in spain in spain which is like wow you guys definitely eat tacos and i couldn't find them at all it was really hard to find it it was i actually ended up finding it towards the end of my study abroad trip in a very random supermarket um so there's that's pretty much the experience i had uh there um i'm trying to think i'm pretty much that's everywhere i went i went to during those six months of studying abroad it was a really fun experience but that was, i just wanted to kind of give you guys a background of everything of how that went and like everything that i've kind of experienced in you know not too much of a detailed form but um just kind of wanted to give you guys that and if you guys have any questions you can always hit me up on instagram and ask me anything i figured i'd give you guys kind of this background but right now i'm like i said living in western pennsylvania going to college here and uh, as you can imagine the uh the going from living the in madrid and having all those experiences and being around those different types of people compared to now living in western pennsylvania also i don't know if i said this before but i live alone so it's very very different it's very hard to get used to it's kind of really sad but uh i was already kind of expecting it before i got here i mean i knew it was going to be like okay get back grind time so that's something that i'm not really you know 
um, it wasn't a shocker, but definitely very, very different to what I was used to in the last six months. And it almost makes me look back and go, wow, if I, you know, when you go, it's always like, oh, when you look back, it's just like, wow, I could have done all this. And this, I, I, you know what I mean? Like you look back and it's all so different compared to when you're living it in the moment. You know that that'll never happen again. I mean, it could happen, but it'll never happen again in the same way that it happened. As in like, it's a crazy experience and a crazy moment when you realize that no matter what, you'll never be able to go back and, you know, experience the same things with the same people. Because let's think about it. Um, you could go back, but there's not going to be this person, this person, this person, or this person because they're not doing a study abroad trip. You also wouldn't be going back to doing a study abroad trip because, you know, you already did it. So you wouldn't be a part of, like, a group. You wouldn't meet all these different people from different schools. You wouldn't be a part of a kind of school, even if it is, like, you know, one of those transfer schools you go to, but you wouldn't have that kind of, like, society that type of community you would just kind of be going there as a tourist even though you do know where you're going or what you're doing it would never really be the same so it's really true that moments in life never happen exactly the same again they're always going to be different and i knew that going into it and i still know that now but when you really sit down and think about it it is really sad to think about you know but on that note, I will conclude this podcast. I hope you guys got some information about myself. And if you have any questions, like I said, you can find me on Instagram. Balance Finder is my IG. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.